Hello once again and welcome to Save Your Bacon, an advice comedy podcast where we think we're helping. My name is Will. And my name is Toothless Zane. And just to show you how much we care, we both have paper master degrees in therapy taped loosely to our walls, much like the teeth taped loosely to the inside of my mouth, uh, so you can tell that we're both professional and self-sufficient. That's right, Zane. Hey, um, I was wondering, mm-hmm. uh, you kind of alluded to it a bit I, ago. I but, haven't the uh, faintest idea what you're talking about. I was wondering if we could just go through the highlights of our week. Okay. That's all. You go. can start if you want, unless you want me to start. Yeah, no, I absolutely want you to start. You want me to start? Yeah, I absolutely uh, Yesterday, I made a bet with a friend. I was at a gathering, and I walked to the middle of the gathering, and I said, who wants to make a bet? They'll probably win $200. <laughs> and somebody took me up on it. And it was that I have the next 30 days to lose 15 pounds. Hot dog. This is true. Yeah. Um, or else I owe them $200. And if I win, I only get 20 So that is my highlight. I ran three miles today. Did some core. Um, have not eaten very much. Got the rumblies. You might hear it over the microphone. Yeah. Uh, that is mine. It is time to break the ice and tell us about Toothless Zane. Oh, well, I was going to start off by saying I, too, am a little hungry because I haven't eaten much. Mm, can't really eat yeah. much through oh yeah we already know i'm apparently toothless um over my weekend my weekend we're hold, uh, holding the 48 hour film festival here at emerson college we were filming a film long story short middle of our film zane goes lightheaded falls to his hands and knees faints boom lands on face knocks out two and a half teeth gonna need a uh, two to four fake teeth now in my front face but um uh, I got stitches in my face. Oh, wonderful noise for everybody's ears. Stitches in my face, uh, swelling of the lips, <laughs> lacking teeth, and uh, I just feel good to go. Get it out of my yeah. system. I, and I'm only laughing because uh, we wouldn't be here unless you were good to go. I, yeah. You know, I, I texted Zane. I'm like, That's hey, not when's true. a good time I, to... I would do this even if it was like I was in the worst possible state. Like I was, I was under a lot of like like uh, anesthesia in the hospital. And I was in so much pain, and I literally turned to my roommate and I said, "Put on this really annoying song that's like when there is trap. It just it's like when there is trap." And I, it's hilarious. I turned to the guy that was working on my teeth and I said, "Bud, I know a lot of people probably do things for themselves during this time. I'm playing this song for you. I'm playing this song to entertain you. I'm talking to the guy working on my teeth. Also, didn't realize it until afterwards. We were playing it loud enough." that everybody that was in the ER heard that song. Because yeah, yours are lots more than people think. Yeah, I mean, Zane, are you telling me the truth? Are you good to do this? Of course. Yeah, of course. I genuinely right. feel good to do this. Wow, all right, there you have it, folks. I'm allowed to laugh at it now. Yeah, I'm, He's I'm good to go. I'm so good to do this that I can kick us off if you want me to kick us off. Yeah, I love that. Could do okay. it, yeah. This question comes from Reddit user Torrort, and the question is, I've just accepted a $150 million donation, and I think it may have been a bad idea. How do I give it back? Context? Nope. I $150 million donation. Where do you get a $150 million donation? What was he, what do you think he was probably doing? Well, you got to think of it this way. They said they didn't say like I gave a one hundred fifty million dollar donation, and oh man, I wish I hadn't done that. They said they accepted a one hundred fifty million dollar donation, and they're like, I maybe I shouldn't have done that. Like if I had a too much money on my hands, and I was like, here's a hundred and fifty million dollars for cancer research. Do you think that one of them would turn to me and be like, 
don't know if we should take this. Like, it, there's no way that that's. Yeah, this reaction. makes me feel. Yeah, this makes me feel a little dirty. You know, so, it makes me feel a little grimy to take your 150 cool mil. Um, yeah, I mean, do you think that it maybe we're digging back to our roots and we might have stumbled upon another GoFundMe and he realized it was bad only after he received 150 million dollars? There is a thing that I just read in the comments of of the Reddit question that mm -hmm. I think is actually a hilariously possible outcome to this scenario. Okay. You know, you know the spam emails you get. That's like, "Hello, I'm the prince of Nigeria, and I need you to send me all the money that you have." Oh, uh, he is the prince of Nigeria like, who just got if, done sending 150 mil. What if like someone was just like super into it and sent him 150 million dollars, and he's like, he's on the other side. He's like, "Oh my God, someone, someone sent the money. Oh God, oh, oh, now what do I do with this? Buy, yeah, buy food think... for everybody? I don't know, man." I'm not really the I'm prince not... of Nigeria. I'm just cool Dan. Yeah, okay. That's good that you made that qualifier because I was unsure of what exactly the uh, mild uh, accent was that you were trying to throw out there. I, was, I, was, I wasn't sure for a second. The mild yeah, I mean... accent that I threw out there was I don't have teeth in my mouth. Yeah, that's a good accent. I like that accent. It's genuinely you. Um, I think that I've gotten a lot of spam, not recently, more like the 2010 era mm -hmm. that says you've won an iPhone, you've won $1,200, press yeah. here to claim. And I think our user, our question asker, might have just accepted $150 million, uh -huh. which is super cool, but I understand why you might want to try to return that. Right. Um, yeah. Could this be a catfishing scheme? You think, okay, let's just look at the facts. I know I know from all the catfishing things, like the show and whatnot, that sure, some people like to play with other people's hearts, and some people are like, here, send me like a hundred, couple hundred dollars so that I can get through whatever. Do you think there is such a catfish scenario where, and you got to keep in mind, they say it's a $150 million donation. It's not like a span, like an annual uh, a culmination of all the money. It's not like overall. At one point in time, they said, hey, honey, baby cakes, I know we have never met before, but would you mind just real quick under the table, maybe under the door, slide me a cool 150 mil just for some personal stuff, like like gas and such, you know, gas and groceries. And, yeah. And the person looks at this computer screen of a person they've never met and said, oh, sure, why not? Sure, why not? Yeah, yeah baby cakes i'm having a real hard time paying the uh you know flu bill mm -hmm. that i've been getting recently uh, um, yeah. do you think you could cover that for me yeah. like, absolutely i don't know your culture i'm from a different country how right. much does that cost of course it, it's about 150 million and i think there was a minor amount of guilt which is why we get this um user asking this question about uh, should i return it because flu bills aren't real it's just that they're from a country that doesn't know about flu you know flu bills um if I told you that in Denmark the flu bills were extraordinarily high, would you believe me? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I can see how I would get fished for 150 million. Um, would that I had it? Give me the cool guy scenario here. All right, M tell me you're Mr. Popular, all right? You're Mr. Popular in your state, maybe your country. For All right, so I'm reason. in my shoes. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm in a, I'm in a place that I've never been. <laughs> this is a fun experiment. Now, all of a sudden, one person just says, "Like, hey, I love what you're doing. Here's a cool 150 mil." 
What do it better now? What is it? Is that... it an insult? Is that the guilt? Is oh. it like is somebody is grooming me and they are giving me way too much of a leg up in life? I need to bring myself down to a point where it is reasonable. It's 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 like the small loan of a million dollars. It's not realistic. If you're given 150 million dollars for the startup for your you know oil painting company, <laughs> you really don't need an oil painting company anymore, and you kind of lost the passion all of a sudden. Dang, son. I mean, it's also kind of just like what Trump's dad gave him like ten million dollars. Well, one million. That was yeah. the reference. Yeah. I was gonna say, like, <laughs> yeah, his dad was just like, here, here you go, have some fun. And Trump was like, I'm gonna be president one day. And his dad was like, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, cool, great. And then he did it, and fuck all, everything is possible. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And with 150 million, I think that it's kind of a low ball shot to say you're going to be present at that point. Uh-huh. Um, and there isn't really much else you can do. That's like a bigger, like point of stature than president of the United States. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Are, you, are there other countries you'd be more proud to be the president of? And you're having a minor guilt issue with the fact that you have too much of a leg up on the rest of us. And I'll tell you what user, if you're listening, which I know you are, mm-hmm. um, if you feel extra bad, you can start partitioning that off to the people who have met the most to you. That means us. I love you. I love you, and too. I, and I also love, love all the money that you have sent us. Yeah. I mean, at this point, by the time you're listening, I'm sure you're like halfway through typing in your credit card numbers yeah. into our like PayPals. But um, I mean, that's some really good advice. That's about all mm-hmm. I could think to give at the moment. Yeah, I because think I, yeah, the end all be all is probably it's just safest to send it over, mm-hmm. over here. I like I totally get the hurt i just can't relate so yeah um all right i'll hit one this comes from mac daddy mac daddy asks hey so my boyfriend really wants me to be a cat person and i feel like that is a lot of pressure to put on one person i have been doing a lot of research and a lot of looking for the right solution but i think i need your guys help i've been watching a lot of harry potter and mm-hmm. i think the appropriate answer is a polyjuice potion do you guys have the recipe yeah you're, you're super in luck that we happen to have the recipe for a polyjuice potion. Yeah, there are layers here to this question. Do you want to just jump right into the recipe? So this is very important when you're getting into the mix of this. you got to understand this, and you're going to love that I just actually <coughs> know this. you got to understand... You know the actual polyjuice potion yeah. recipe? Yep. No way. Yep. It's... All right. It's very complicated, so well, stick with me. Well, my plan is me. spoiled. Yeah, I'm ready. Stick with me. This is a legitimate This is a legitimate polyjuice potion. Am I going to have to put the Jeopardy theme song in the background? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Zane. Welcome to my DIY polyjuice tutorial. Today, we're making something that makes you look like a cat person. So great. All right, let's get started. Uh, smash that like button. It's a very complicated potion, and it's going to take a lacewing fly which doesn't sound real, and I promise it is. You know what shoelaces look like? It's like a fly that has those for wings. Leeches are the second thing, because, you know, anything that can suck out whatever disease is going to be very important. You know, that's just mm-hmm. how that works. It's a medicinal type So you're of... sucking out the disease in order to get the cat person yeah. qualities? Okay. Yeah, because people, like, leeches are to be convinced that good things are a disease, and therefore they have to suck the good things out of your mind in order to let bad things be considered a good thing within your being. Okay. Flux weed... Which flux sounds weed. a lot like flux seed, but it's it's exactly what it sounds like in the. It's terms like a baking of, powder, like, baking soda sort of thing. It's whole it's grain. Similar, but don't get it mixed it's up. It's whole grain yeah. Kush. Okay. Whole grain Kush. So you're gonna uh, need. To is get... it is it good if I just write down whole grain Kush? Is that what I'll find it under? Whole grain Kush, yeah. Hold you on, can I'm find it at that. any Whole Foods. 
Cool. Yeah, keep going. Perfect. All right. Not grass, which I know that does sound like I just said. <laughs> like, all right, all these things. Do not put grass not in. not grass. Don't put grass in there. No, it's literally grass in a knot. Wait, now, hold on. I found something. I found spicy kush salad. <laughs> spicy See, kush salad. Will. This simple and delicious salad features the whole grain kush, a.k.a. <laughs> bulgar or cracked wheat hold on cracked wheat is called kush my life has changed hold on hold on good whole grain kush google good whole grain kush good good whole grain kush healthy grains you should try beyond quinoa sorry keep going the next thing you're gonna need is a powdered horn of a bicorn and i know what you're thinking zane is that a deer <laughs> No. Oh wow! It is a. Unit. It's like a. It's okay. Gonna... It's like a double barrel versus like a uh, like like a over under sort of shotgun, right? Sure. Sure enough. If it looks like if it looks like the double barrel shotgun with them left and right, it's a it's a deer. Yeah. And if it looks like the under over shotgun, yeah. this is weird. I'm not even a gun person. Um. Like then a rhino. It's a bicorn. Yeah. A like a. You know that's a better analogy. I like that one. Like bicorn. A, yeah. Except both of the horns are straight and on top of the head. No nose horn. If it's got a nose horn, you're making the wrong poche, okay? <laughs> okay, keep going. Right. Now, this is going to sound a little gross, but this is actually how this goes down. The The final things that you're going to need is the shredded skin of a boom slang, as well as whoever you're intending to turn into. So, you're going to need... Um, you're going to need the shredded skin of a boom slang, which is really simple. It's just a boomerang that's really up to date with the 2019 trends. Mm. And a bit of whoever you're intending to turn into. Now, you didn't say, like, you want to like cats, so it's not a bit of a cat. You said you want to become a cat person. So you're going to need a little bit of a cat yeah. person. In no, there. yeah, we're entering furry territory here, for sure. There's a girl in Always Sunny in Philadelphia that literally starts to have the surgery to turn into a cat. She purrs, she gets the whiskers, she gets the tail, she gets everything. That's kind of what you're wanting at this point. You want a bit of a literal cat person. Not someone that Mine likes cats, a little bit of a cat person. Like how Batman is half bat. You yeah. want someone that's half cat. So, I mean, obviously we helped uh, Mac here with by giving the full ingredient list for the potion. But really quick, I might have a question um, in that my boyfriend really wants me to be a cat person. I feel like that's a lot of pressure to put on one person. Now, is there any chance in any world, possibly, that they could actually be talking about the idea of cat person versus dog person? No. It, it's a stretch. Oh, yeah, me neither. Okay, cool. Let's move <laughs> on. Uh, you got any questions? <laughs> okay. Okay, this next question is from Twitter. It's from Harrison Gerard. You got to say hi to Harrison. This is one. Wow, hi, Harrison. Long time to talk. The question, even though it's on Twitter, says, Dear Yahoo Answers... <laughs> How, what yeah dear yahoo answers how do i choose my outfit when i become a ghost is it what i died in or do i get to pick thanks harrison oh man see i have some i have some real insightful answers on this mm -hmm. um on it like this is gonna get this is gonna get theological and then it's not ready so yeah. so i i've been arguing not arguing i've been thinking a lot about like man what does afterlife look like? You know, mm -hmm. like if you if you believe in like God and all that, and like you're gonna be reborn, right. you're gonna be in 
like this idealized uh, form of yourself. And that's like real cool and all. Um, but yeah, what do you wear? Is it the favorite sweater you had when you were six years old? Right. Like blown up to a size that Not fits even. you better? Not even. Are you, yeah. What you Are you wearing like the, the Batman undies? Parts? What if, hear me out, what if you had all of your ideal parts, but like when they were? So like you had like the sweater from when you were six the size of when you were six but you were your 21 year old self and you Mm -hmm. had your cool grandpa pants of when you're like 90 and all of this and you know what you're just thinking like we're on cool earth planet ghost and uh this is peach hill we're roaming around as ghosts in our favorite little comfy clothing it's a little a little i'm not trying to complain don't get me wrong it's aerial plane I love being a ghost. It's pretty pretty awesome, pretty chill. I can go wherever I want. Um, I kind of wish I could buy a new shirt. Is there? Yeah. Is there like a ghost Urban Outfitters? Oh. Yeah. Is there uh, a is there a local H and M that I could stop by that sells to the ethereal uh you know market? What is the word I'm looking for? Ethereal postal. <laughs> yeah you know that works too that's not at all what i was going for but i like that that's a really good pivot um yeah i mean forever uh, forever and ever 21 forever 21 forever and ever and ever and ever 21 because that's how you died and that's what you want to look like so you're forever 21 i think whoa that could be just a really a really deep illusion to what you're gonna look like i now got uh, now my brain has gone deep into the zone all right i'm 21 the first thing I did when I was 21 was I walked into, and I'm not kidding about this, I walked into a Forever 21. I've had this plan since I was 16. I walked into a Forever 21, <laughs> and, I, and I walked out, and I said, yes, now I am Forever 21. Forever! It happened! What if Forever, because I didn't buy anything, so I don't know. What if Forever 21 is just for ghosts? I mean, they have a pretty good male section. I mean, do you think that they had this idea that only girls turned into ghosts for a long time and only, like, recent reformed theological beliefs led them to making, like, men's clothing because they knew that guys also became ghosts? I do think that. I'm just 100% on board with you. I do think that. This idea of having, like, six-year-old clothes and 90-year-old clothes, like, throughout your whole life and stuff like that that just sounds like a really dope expression of who you were and it just like you just look at that ghost and you're like that's a storybook right there like what? i don't even need to talk with them i know it's hard to communicate and they have to like build up their like mana or whatever in order to <laughs> speak with us um all the energy levels need to be in their prime conditions in order to say like Woo, for like a half a second <laughs> but um <Ooh>. but <laughs> Like, if you could just get a flash of how they look and get, like, a like a, a pick of them, you'd probably – that's all you really need because you, you're you seeing all phases of their life. You see the earrings when they have that one experimental phase. You see the mullet and, like, that's it. And, uh, you know, you see the leather jacket over the whimsical dinosaur shirt they wore when they were two. And, man, is that thing stretched out. But it's just, like, a whole – novel of who they were that's just a cool concept you know what i like and i like just i want to throw this out there before i forget it obviously if you can pick whatever you look like and uh whatever you're wearing as a ghost there are some pretty hot ghosts that's just a fact jack who is the ugliest ghost who is the ugliest like their their favorite of all of their being on all of their time on earth and all of their favorite clothes and favorite hairstyles and everything and yet they're still 
the worst looking of ghosts. Probably Freddy Krueger. Probably Freddy Krueger. Um, most likely Freddy Krueger. Most likely Freddy Krueger, if not just Steve Bannon when he dies. Whenever that happens. Um, uh, Sylvester Stallone, the way he's <laughs> heading, that's not any good news. That's gonna be... What if um, Sylvester Stallone's outfit is literally just the boxing shorts and boxing gloves as a I ghost? I mean, that's definitely it. Yeah. That's literally it. It's not going to get better than that. I got a question here. Um, so this comes from Cassie Jackson. Thank you, Cassie Jackson. Uh, she writes, Will and Zane, I love your podcast. Can't wait for more content! Exclamation oh, mark. Love you. Just wondering. Yeah. Just wondering. Do you guys ever feel like a plastic bag drifting through the wind wanting to start again? Because I do. Frequently. And I just don't know how to cope with these thoughts. Sad emoji, uh, fist emoji, crying emoji. Mm -hmm. Please help. You know what? Sometimes I do feel feel so paper thin like a house of cards ready to start again. Wanting to start again, rather. Um, it all just comes with the territory. You know, actually, I feel like I'm ready to start again uh, on having all of my teeth. That's not That hasn't gone away since the beginning of the episode. Mm. Uh, You're going to drift from your house to the hospital and then back from the hospital with new teeth. Still like a plastic bag back to your home. Exactly. Sometimes you just got to drift through life, BB. It's like, it's, if you want legitimate advice, uh, I, I legitimately was super calm and collected through all of the process in the hospital yesterday. I should state that when we're recording this, I was in the hospital for this yesterday. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, I, I was in the hospital. Oh, this, yeah. This happened yesterday. Yeah, you were in the hospital yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday, I messaged you, and I'm like, hey, do you want, like, are you ready to record? Like, what time today and works I said, for you? I said, maybe no podcast this weekend, and you said, that's okay, it happens. I said, yeah, check Facebook. It does happen. And you said, like, oh, my God, what, what happened? Yeah, because I didn't believe the fact that on Facebook, it literally just said, I blacked out, fell, and now my face is destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just Man, one of those, like, alive. the whole time I was there, I was just cracking jokes with everybody because it's every every bad thing is just so temporary that it's just, even in the moment, it's just so dumb to overreact and worry about it. And, I mean, this could just be a me thing that's somehow <sighs> immune to, like, worrying and panicking about, like, a bad thing, but just, like... In that moment, I was just cracking jokes because I was like, okay, so like a week to a month from now, I'll just have teeth again and great. So I just I started. think that's, yeah, I think literally that's the advice. I mean, it definitely is just a you thing that can do that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying, Zane. I'm trying to be the positive person that you are. Um, but I mean, you're not my only role model and the others are way more cynical. Um, no, but actually, um, that's some that's some really good advice. Crack some jokes, non-ironic jokes. These yeah. aren't self-deprecating jokes. These aren't I'm making fun of the situation jokes. These are some man. This situation is going to be so funny in six days. Yeah, when my teeth are back. Yeah, you got to think about it the way of. And I love that we're giving you my example <laughs> to help you get through this question. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like. Like I said, like a week to a month from now, because I don't know the logistics of it, I'll have like a full set of teeth again, and great, it'll look fine, normal, whatever, terrific. So, during this scenario, I took advantage of it while it was on my mind. I was like, hey, film me pretending to be Harvey Dent when the Joker walks up to him in the dark night in the hospital scene. <laughs> uh, and so we got that, we got me just be like, where's, where's Rachel? What'd you do with her, Rachel? And then, um... And this is in the hospital, right? Yes, that's in the hospital. Yeah, there's also cool, there's cool. also um, a scene where 
they couldn't get the gurney up the elevators in the class building so they had to bring me down uh on a chair um and when they brought me down on a chair and we get down there paul's got the camera i tell paul film this and i ask him is it okay if like really quick since no one's in here if i freak out like i don't know what the hell's going on and they said i mean yeah go for it and i just started so yeah i just started yelling like let me go what uh, what's happening you don't know what you're doing let me out and <laughs> it's just like I, we got we got all range uh all zane character all through the day we got the kaiser soze thing from usual suspects we got the eric andre thing when he's in a neck brace and his show so 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 just to be clear for for those of you who aren't entirely following zane is saying Moments after he got done blacking out, losing multiple teeth. The second and, like, I woke up. The second, the second he woke, woke up, and there was like a like they couldn't get the gurney into the room at his school, so they put him on a chair. And on the way to the hospital, he said, "Stop! I need to do a bit." Yeah, yeah. That is your advice. Yeah. You're yeah. always in a bit. You're always in a movie. There's always a camera on hand. Hit the record button, baby. You want to know? You want to know the best part? So, for the forty-eight hour. We have a word that we have to use in the in the film. The word was fathom. You know, I don't know if you that's, can understand. That's not that bad. I was I was thinking it would be something like phlegm or something. Yeah, no, it's it's something just worse. Fathom. Uh, that's pretty good. I wake which up, which is really hard for you to say all of a sudden. Yeah, I wake up yeah. from uh, from blacking <laughs> out and I look at them and I start laughing and they don't know why I because I'm fine with it for some reason because I'm just insane. Um, uh, I start laughing and I just tell him to start filming this and take pictures so that I can remember this. And then my roommate's girlfriend's like, hey, say the word while you're on the ground. And then they just, <laughs> <laughs> and they just, they just filmed me and I just look at them with like my bloody mouth and I just say, fathom. And then, <laughs> and then I said, wait, do it again. Do it again. And then I looked wait, at, one more time. Hold on. At, There's not enough the, blood trickling yeah, down my chin. I looked at the camera and I just said, oh, I can't fathom this happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so hey um the next time you're feeling like a plastic bag um just do what zane does i mean that's why you're writing in right i mean we're idols and all um, and we understand um that you need basically our lifestyles to be inserted into your life in order exactly. to succeed yeah. and so the way that we're going to do that this time is by telling you um have a camera on hand mm-hmm. be willing to make some unironic jokes um throw some eric andre references in there yeah. i think yeah um don't be afraid to take multiple takes i think there are a lot of good metaphors here uh i'm pretty sure that i'm hitting also if you want if you want us to be better role models you can do like the nigerian prince is gonna do and you can just send us like a couple mil as a, as 150 a sweet million. donation that'll obviously that won't go unnoticed that'd be sweet that might help too mm-hmm. i mean yeah one way or another. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. So we're at the middle part here, and we just wanted to let you know a couple different things that you could do in order to check us out. You're obviously here, but you might not know the other ways that you could get here. And to get here, you can go through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Uh, we're on all of them. And on different places, you can do stuff like subscribe, follow, get notifications, uh, write a review. Uh, you can download the episodes. That's a great way that we know that you have trafficked through us, and we appreciate that. That was some odd, odd bad wording okay uh yeah rate and review us we love that crap um i mean anything you can do uh to to interact with us we love sending your questions Zane, tell us about sending questions 
Yeah, so I'm going to do this to my best ability. If you can't understand me, then hopefully we'll, we'll reiterate what I'm trying to say. But yeah, you we'll can... We'll put subtitles on this podcast so you yeah, can read it. Yeah, exactly. Close captioning. Um, yeah, our entire podcast runs off of you guys. The entire episode cannot exist without you guys sending in questions. You can always... I'll also do American Sign Language just below yeah. um, so you can read it that way in case you're having a hard time. We'll also do video. Just, you know what? Why? Screw it. All right. You could email us your questions at saveyourbaconpodcast at gmail.com. That is saveyourbaconpodcast at gmail.com. You can also uh, DM us or message us on Twitter or Instagram at Zane and Will. It's the same for both accounts for Twitter and Instagram, Zane and Will. And you can use the hashtag saveyourbacon or hashtag Zane and Will on any social media platform so that we can find you, get um, notifications, find you quicker and easier. Uh, at all just email is probably the absolute easiest way to get to us um but whatever works for you we can work with um and just keep in mind like your your feedback helps us improve your questions helps us continue your downloads helps us know that we're doing something right and uh, your word of mouth is what helps the show become more and more popular every single week so thank you through the roof for that and underground and that's a reference that i think only will is going to get right now but it's a wonderful mm-hmm, song please mm-hmm. somebody out there listen to the song through the roof underground it's so bad it's hilarious yeah that's the one he referenced at the very beginning of the episode that, that very few people might ever get to but that's there's the plug that we were waiting for yeah um yeah hey uh, i'm gonna give you a question now okay you ready yeah uh yeah hey uh so why don't you hit us with a question now okay this question comes from reddit user the banana man 275 the question mm-hmm. is, can I make the back of my hands dry enough to start a fire? It sounds like a cool party trick. <laughs> <laughs> dry enough? Dry. Dry enough, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna break it to you just out of not personal experience, but a lot of friends who I think are really gross. Sorry. Um, mm-hmm. Like, people's hands get real dry. Yeah. I don't. I use moisturizer every day. I lotion nice my face plug. and it there and I always have a little extra after moisturizing my face and so it goes on the hands. But um <laughs> that's a weird effeminate uh comment, but what I'm trying to say is I have friends of mine, their hands are cracked all the time and then they just have bloody bloody outside of their hands. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna think it's a cool party trick until you're just rubbing your bloody hands together um, and people are going to get very scared and you won't be invited to the next party. Hey, you so guys want to be... see this cool party trick? Starts rubbing hands together. Oh, man, Bleeding profusely. Just again. Oh, uh, just blood I again. Swear, I no swear, fire. I looked, I looked it up once and it started a fire, I promise. And they're just looking at you like, how is either of those outcomes a good one? yeah all right i feel like the blood is better than if you set your hands on fire because if you set your hands on fire you'd be like neat huh oh no now my hands are on fire (laughs) this is gonna be an obscure question to ask you but do you remember uh watsky chicago rapper who Mm -hmm, had the mm -hmm. music video Mm -hmm. of his 2014 song whoa 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 and in that music video his hand was on fire yep yeah i mean like that was super cool but when i saw that i i actually got anxiety out of the idea of what if whatever he was doing to keep himself from actually burning because it was real, like didn't end up working. Like my hand is the thing that I am most, my hands are probably the thing that I am most self-conscious about really damaging as, 
as you are also a piano player. Yeah, but I'm more concerned about damaging my teeth. God knows what would happen if that happened. That would really suck. You have mm-hmm. nice teeth. You have a beautiful smile. Okay, fuck you. Move on. <laughs> 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 but man, I'm sure you do a really good job playing piano right now, Zane. Yeah, I try. Yeah, I mean, just the idea of a man sitting down in like some sort of rave um situation you can see some people snorting something on a mirror like 30 feet behind him and he's and he's a little bit of an outcast and he's wearing a hoodie and you see he rolls up his sleeve and he goes hey check it out everybody and he starts vigorously rubbing the back (laughs) of his hands if you start the fire you're still not a good guy it's not like dude remember when he started that house fire with 60 people crammed inside the home 28 survived you know like if you leave that situation you're like yeah man sick night (laughs) that was man that was a night to remember yeah i mean it's a really cool trick once and that's what i'm gonna that's what i'm gonna remind you it's a really cool trick once also the blood i mean right crowd that'd be a cool trick once too i think speaking of cool trick once um did you know that we've done the (laughs) set your hand on fire thing for a sketch before will have you? Mm-hmm. Or have we? What are you no, saying? No, not not us. Sorry, I don't um, remember it. But Andy and I. So set your hand on fire. So people that don't know Andy that well, he's been in a lot of my comedy sketches. Best way to describe him: blonde hair, glasses. He's in all the A and Z shorts. Uh, he makes the noise a lot. So in the sketch Campfire Anonymous, we're all saying blah blah blah, roasted marshmallows, whatnot. Even though we're not really supposed to, because we're there for anonymous campfire usage. Um. I'm cooking a marshmallow over the fire. Fire burns the marshmallow. I ask Andy, hey, is this okay? He touches it with his hand. His hand bursts into flames. He he just starts shaking it off. And he's like, yeah, it's pretty good. And then that's, that's the whole bit with his hand being on fire. There's even an outtake where we do it a first time where his hand doesn't go out for a long time. And we're like, oh, shit, it's not going out. And then, we re- and then he, like, he gets it out and we're just like, dang, dude. The secret to doing that, apparently, if you cover your hand in hand sanitizer, and no I'm, way. I'm not, I'm not suggesting to this man that he no, do this. No, gosh, this is a terrible. Okay, like you can hey, do for this. the kids at home. Do not cover your hand in sanitizer. Like, you know, no, I think it's better actually to mention it so that he's like, all right, at least so I'm you doing know this that you because should. like there's like a, a like a layer between my hand and whatnot instead of just setting my hand on fire okay i was trying to think did you like do like some sort of special effects but you actually set his hand yeah. on fire it's if you cover your hand in hand sanitizer what you can light because it lights the hand sanitizer on fire and like you can shake it off and it doesn't light your hand on fire like it you doesn't kidding? burn you yeah at all it's it's like it's obviously risky because if you don't shake it off then yeah it'll start to burn you it, but like it's like if it stayed for about five seconds you'd be like oh that's getting hot but like, if you just let your hand on fire and then shake it off, you're good. That I literally just learned something in this moment. So, new parlor trick for the adrenaline junkies out there. Um, don't actually do this, but you could put a lot of hand sanitizer on your hand. Just drench that sucker. Um, and you're going to have to walk into a group of people. Um, there's going to be a circle talking, and they all know each other, and you don't know them. And you're going to say, excuse me, and you're going to walk into the middle of the circle, and it's going to get quiet as you take out a very large bottle of hand sanitizer from your uh, you know your kavu and you start just pumping over and over again onto your hand before you take out a lighter and you're going to get a couple gasps but you're going to start waving it around and um it's again another really cool trick that happens once um but that might weirdly enough answer your question 
I you don't understand how happy I am to help. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey. Okay. I have a new one. Annie mm-hmm. Wagner asks, question for the podcast. I have a problem where I say certain phrases such as "man alive." That's where I literally get that from. I get it from this person. <laughs> Too much that I annoy those around me, and I even am starting to annoy myself. I want to stop saying this, but it's become a habit now. Is there a way I can classically condition myself to stop saying that? Yeah, yeah. What I was saying for a second there is that, um, and this is Will again. This is not Annie speaking. Sorry if that was confusing. Um, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> I whoa. Hey, didn't see you there, Will. I thought you were Annie. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Annie says "man alive" so much that I started uh, saying it back to her to let her know how much she says it. So she'll say that. "man alive," and I say "yeah, man alive." Am I right? <laughs> and now I've started to say it. I've already said it once in this podcast, mm-hmm. non-ironically. <laughs> Um, yeah, so um, I could also use this. Zane, podium is yours. When it comes to saying certain things that get stuck in your head, everybody's got at least one that they say way too much. And What's yours right now? What's mine now? Yeah, I can't wait until my teeth are back. Mm, that's, no. <laughs> no. I'm good such guess a terrible though. person! Guess, Holy moly! No, I'm staying in. I'm turning on my microphone because I'm screaming at my microphone. Oh my gosh. Everyone gets to see your shame. Yeah, I'm turning dumb. (laughs) My go-to one right now, you know it and you also love it. It's because of the seven benefit of water um, picture. The amount of times I say big taste. Yeah, yeah, Zane showed me a... Because there's a picture from a guy who makes fake toys and he made a fake little thing uh, called the seven benefit of water. And number three of the benefits of water is big taste and just picturing someone buying water because of the big taste has never stopped being hilarious to me and so (laughs) just anytime that like something great happens now i say big taste oh you've been saying that it's like oh i just like i just found a hundred dollars on the ground Ooh, big taste and it's like that's a big taste right there yeah i know people say big mood and that one kind of annoys me but big taste is so completely wrong that i love it like, big mood sounds like you're just, like, like you have a large mood. Great. But, like, for some reason I've got a big taste for what's happening. That sounds not at all possibly correct. I love where this is going. Tell me more. Yeah, I think that's a really good conversation starter when we think just generally about things that don't make a whole lot of sense. And that's becoming more normal. But man alive is a pretty common phrase. Um, and you don't really get many, uh, you know, like second looks when people say that, Mm -hmm. um, I think is the only difference here, um, for something that is much more mundane that annoys me. I know that like when, when I was a kid, um, because we weren't allowed to say any swear words like, gosh, darn it. Mm, Um, I can't believe you tamper and like, no, I can't believe you taint the sanctity of this podcast. No, I know. My parents really cracked me down on that. You can you can bleep that out actually. Oh, yeah. Um you you yeah, you we have the technology. But um my parents told me I couldn't do that anymore because it was too vulgar. This is actually and um I think I was ten. And so I started saying rats a lot. Yeah. And rats isn't a cool phrase. Not at all, um, but yeah. Rats doesn't really get you where you need to go. Um, but I said it a lot and it was every mild inconvenience was rats. Um I don't remember exactly how I got myself out of it. I think in the same way that Annie is saying, I literally annoyed myself out of doing it. So maybe you need to continue saying it to answer everything until you drive yourself mad. You're absolutely right. This is a legitimate fix, and it sounds like a joke, but it's not. 
the more you say something there's uh, like the sooner you'll start to become self-aware that you're saying it and obviously you start to hate it once you know that you're saying it but at some point you start self-consciously just making the choice to be like all right i'm gonna find something else to say and then you're gonna find something that you love and then you're gonna forget about it and then once you start to realize that you're saying that still too the cycle continues it's it's a sad little cycle but like as soon as you become super self-aware of it and you find something that you're like okay this is a nice alternative it just starts to fade itself out yeah yeah especially like for me in the christian world there's a lot of uh alternatives to things that we'd rather say when things mildly inconvenience us as you can imagine and there have been some ones that have really annoyed me one is I don't know if you've heard of this one, Zane. It might be a Midwestern thing. Not that you're not from the Midwest, yeah. but you're in Boston now. <laughs> um, but it is uh, Mylanta. Yeah, of course I have. You've heard of that one? I time. hate it. Yeah, I hate it. My friend Aaron it's, says it all the time. I'm so sorry. Maybe. Yeah, I had people. I had people from my last college who who would say that, and it would drive me mad. And I felt like my parents when I kept on saying rats. Um, but the one that I've recently taken up is it's it just it sounds yeah just i'm cringing even thinking about it because i didn't realize until somebody pointed out to me looked at me with an exasperated look and said you actually say holy buckets it's Mm -hmm. like (laughs) yeah it's real bad and i hate it now too um so i mean yeah you could just continue saying it until you enrage yourself i mean not the most wholesome answer there is there anything else i i just looked up uh and got a fantastic answer of 101 great cuss slash swear word alternatives. Um, the, uh, the thumbnail of which is a eight year old girl wearing large horn rimmed glasses. that says fooey son of a monkey fudge nuggets. I figure we go through a couple of these, please, please. Instead of saying man alive, you could try dad gum it. Yeah. I think that would really, I don't I just kind of like got chills saying it because I think it's that great. Um, let's see. Uh, you could start saying, God bless it. Not God bless you. Not like a sneeze. Yeah. Like God bless it. I think that's wholesome. I think that's sending the right vibes that you're looking for. Um, here's number 19. Merlin's pants. Oh, Merlin's eh. pants. Merlin's oh, my, pants. Oh, my polyjuice potion didn't work. Ah, oh, Merlin's pants. Merlin's pants, exactly, yeah. Um, edit that in so that we say it at the same time, thanks. Um, <laughs> cheese and rice. Yeah, I mean, the right idea, I just can't really see it. Number one, literally number one that they put here, I, I, I grazed over this, um, it is schnooker dookies. I don't like that. What? I'm going to be honest, Andy, that don't sounds... take the, literally the number one thing. That sounds like... That sounds terrible. A, that sounds like the worst possible swear you could imagine yeah. in, like, German. Yeah. yeah, it really does. That sounds awful. I love it. Uh, Schnooker dookies. Uh, dookies. Yep, it's it's not dookies. It's probably dookies. Yuck foo. Poopy. William Shatner. That's not very good. What? Why did William Shatner come up? I'm going to give you one more, and I'm going to find what's the best one here. That one is, I don't give a Donald Duck. And I like this because I think it fits in a really interesting category compared to Man Alive. Because Man Alive is like a, I don't know how to respond to that. I think, you know, like somebody is like, somebody is like, yeah, my mom just got uh, a debilitating disease. 
and you go, man alive, I don't know how to respond to that, right? I think but, that's what's happening here. But you say, man, my mom just got a debilitating disease, and then you respond with, I don't give I don't, a I don't fuck, yeah. <laughs> that's why I like this. That's why I think it matches. That's why I, I really enjoy this. This comes from wehavekids.com. Um, oh, I think this is probably, yeah, which is also probably relevant to us and uh, Annie as well. I hope you are able to employ I don't give a Donald Duck into your um, new vocabulary. You're welcome. Hey, you want me to give us one to end on? You know, that sounds really good. This last question comes from Reddit user Christopher23, and the question is, what would happen if I squished an entire loaf of bread in a vice and ate the ensuing slice, in quotes, in a couple of bites? There's an explanation. <laughs> Would it, expand, would it expand in my stomach, and would I become really full or bloated or sick? Or would it be just like eating a regular, albeit denser, slice, and I would be fine? Well, uh, th my immediate thought was that we didn't just, like, not have, you know, leavened bread, and then one day we did have leavened bread. I mean, well, kind of, but I mean, what I'm saying is, before bread was airy, it was not airy, and that's what you're asking. We've gotten, we've come full circle in the idea of instead of we were, we were first, we said this bread is flat and that, well, I mean, this bread is bread because it was the only bread they knew, but then the bread was not flat. And then we had to say, this bread is leavened. This bread is not because one, uh, got big. It got, uh, poofy. And over time now we have forgotten so dearly. We have fallen astray so far that we don't know that if you flatten airy bread, you just get the original form of what bread used to be. Um, let's take a moment of silence. I want you to edit in 45 seconds of silence here. Ready? You want me to edit in? Like, we could have just taken 45 <laughs> seconds of silence. Uh, you know I couldn't handle that. Um, but I do also like the idea here of... What did I just... Idea, idea here of I smushed the bread. Uh, with a, you know, a hydraulic press. And then after I put it into my stomach, it makes me into, uh, you know, the Pillsbury Doughboy. Except when I don't, I won't laugh when you poke me in the stomach. I'll, both ends will pop. Um, <laughs> yeah. What I want to know is, how much bread do you like to eat? Like, like, are you really going to be happy if you ate what tasted and felt like the consistency of an entire loaf of bread in one sitting? Like, if that happened, I don't I don't think it would, like, bloat up. Like, if it didn't bloat up when you were eating it, I don't think it will bloat up once it's been eaten. But, like, when you ask... That makes too much sense. When you say... Yeah, right? When, <laughs> when you say, would you be fine... That's kind of a you thing. Like, would you be yeah. fine with that? Would you be like, oh man, this bread costed quite a bit, and I could have, I could have saved it for the winter. Do you remember those dinosaur pills? Um, and that sounds really weird to say like that if you don't know what I'm talking about. Those pills that you would buy from like the dollar store mm -hmm. that you would, um, they're like little like colorful capsules, and once you put them in like the bathtub or in a glass of water, the capsule falls away and the sponge that is inside starts to grow into a dinosaur. 
Yep. Do you remember yep, that? Yep, yep, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. It's just like that in bread form. And I think this could actually be a really cool marketing thing if you could find a way to rehydrate <laughs> the bread. I think that's why you do it. You call it dehydrated bread. Yeah. Um, and with the liquids inside your stomach, you get this really cool just like uh, – let's say you're a girl who's who ha- is, is very thin and you don't want to show off and like flex too hard – on the people you're going to be hanging out with. And so you want a larger stomach or something. Right. Um, maybe that's you want to fake a pregnancy. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a little out there. Um, maybe you are a man and you are intimidated by your friend's beer bellies and you need yeah. to just step up the game. Yeah. You maybe buy you're a, couple a man of... and you also want to fake a pregnancy. Yeah, you are a man and you also want to fake a pregnancy. Um, I think you buy these little pancake maybe cube-shaped things. I mean, if it comes straight from the press, it's probably going to be pretty pretty flat. It looks like pita, but don't be fooled um, because this is going to really get big in your tummy. Your tummy's going to have a party is what we're trying to say. And what we also need to say is make sure that when the bread gets down to the party, it's not trying to set its goddamn hands on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that really came that really, that really came round circle, uh, roundabout. Uh, mm-hmm. to where we need it to be full circle. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, Zane, um, I just took took my eyes off of my own face since I can't see yours since you decided not to use your webcam uh, because you said it, you got, it, it looks like you got into a horrible car accident. But I looked over at the wall for a moment at my master's degree, and it mm-hmm. looks like the tape is falling. Oh, okay. Okay. Jeez, so maybe we should just get back to the podcast um, next week. I mean, uh... Yeah, I can't really do it without. Hold on. I'm yeah, I'm going to go look for some tape. We should probably come back next week. Yeah, okay. Well, thanks for tuning in this week, folks. This has been Save Your Bacon, and uh, we'll see you next Monday. Have a wonderful rest of your day.